Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity. Well, good day, Nathaniel here with A Bit of Clarity. A study was done in the US um, of toddlers and um, they wanted to see how important relationships are and the human relationship. So what they did is um, they took nine, 10 month old babies and they began to teach them Chinese. They brought in a Chinese teacher who was spending time with them. And every day for uh, quite a number of hours, they were being taught Chinese. And they've done this for about three months. So the lady came in and taught them Chinese. And within three months, most of those children could understand what she was saying, could relate to her. And uh, uh, it was just absolutely brilliant how, how well these children um, learn the language. Then they've done the same test with other toddlers, with other babies. But this time, the same teacher taught the lessons via a screen on a TV monitor. And they put these babies to watch the monitor for uh, quite some time and to learn the language, uh, the Chinese language, and to listen to her and obey her and do what she was saying. Once they've um, finished the test, they assessed these children, and to everybody's surprise, these children uh, acquired absolutely zero knowledge from the screen. When they were with a person, person to person, in person, they learned without any issues and they captured almost everything. Whereas when they've done it on the screen, there was zero assimilation whatsoever. They could not replicate what they learned on the screen. Now they've done this with nine, 10 month old babies because that's when their mind is most receptive. So what do we learn? We learn that people are very relational, that we need, people need people. In fact, the way we learn in life is not through the knowledge that we acquire in books, even though later on in life we can do that, but in the, the most learning that ever occurs in our life happens when we learn from other people. That's how we learn to speak when we are young. That's how we learn to walk. That's how we learn to do most of the things that we do. That is why our teachers are so important, because they don't just give knowledge, they give themselves. Uh, our children learn from them. They don't learn their knowledge. They learn from them. That's why uh, a lot of young children want to become the teachers. And that's why a lot of them, they think of the teachers so highly because they know so much because they learn from the person. So what I'm talking about here is the relationship, the human relationship, which is very, very important. And at times we forget this <coughs> as human beings. So today I want to bring it back to the forefront 
the importance of international uh, interpersonal sorry interpersonal relationships i'm trying to make the, a word out of the two words interpersonal relationships interpersonal relationships this is episode 36 and you have your show notes uh, in the links provided wherever you're watching or listening to this content uh, also on our website at eq.org.au that's eq.org.au Understanding interpersonal relationships. So interpersonal relationships happen throughout our lives. We meet people all the time. We are part of the same humanity, human fabric. We are made to be in connection to one another. So just get this through to your head that you need people in your life. People need people. You need people. And wherever you go, you will meet people. and You have to get along with people. So just accept this fact of life that we are in the messiness of everything that is around we need people we are people as well so they need us as well all right understanding interpersonal relationships an interpersonal relationship is a strong bond between two or more people attraction between individuals brings them close to each other and eventually results in a strong interpersonal relationship so at the beginning they're just acquaintances we're just acquainting with other people, but gradually as we spend time together, as we align our values, we have a relationship which can become even deeper as we move along in this connection. To be human is to be involved in interpersonal relationships. As I said, you know, you can't be an island. As a human being, you are part of a whole, a whole continent, okay? Building strong relationships is something that we, we all do, having learned these skills from birth. So children make relationships very quickly. You know, they build relationships. Do you want to play? Let's play. Do you want to do this? Let's do this. You know, immediately they, they make a connection. And some of us do it very well, and some of us need help to do this. Developing healthy relationships as adults means building on these skills and refining them so that we can adapt around others' needs as well as our own. So it's important to be able to relate to other people, and especially their needs, to also understand yourself. You understand yourself by understanding others. You help yourself by helping others. It's very interesting that today if you go into a uh, bookstore or if you search online, most books are about personal development, self-help. That there's no books on others' health or helping others. But in fact, I mean, in the last 30, 40 years, since this self-help or self-development has become so pro-eminent, it's in our face all the time. It's, it's almost like people don't get better. You know, the industry is still growing. If we are getting better, this industry should be dwindling. It should be going down. You shouldn't be so uh, making so, many, so much money and, you know, so many people writing about personal development books. And building, you know, bringing content on TED Talks and other bits and pieces. If we are growing and if we are developing. The reason why we are not growing, the reason why we are not developing is because everything is focused on self, self-help. But if everything was focused on others, if there was a section in a bookstore called, called Helping Others, and you know, imagine how many books would be there. Not many, because there's not many people that have written about that. But the result of helping others is helping ourselves. Only when we focus on others do we grow ourselves. So if you want to become 
better developed, a better person, you've got to start helping others. And in the process, you are transformed. You become better as well. That's why helping others is so important. That's how you build relationships as well. That's how you become a more relational person. That's how your interpersonal relationships get better. When you are committed to others' well-being, to others' love, to others' emotions, to others' whatever you want to call it. We interact with other people in many different ways. Some of these interactions are, are transient. It, it's just for a little bit of time, for a season. While some of these interactions are deep and meaningful. Some people are in your life for a season. Some people are for a reason. And some people are for life. But just understand that there are different levels of relationships. But you are in relationship with other people. You are part of the human um, society of the human fabric you have a role to play and so do others you must do your part but also respect and love others as they do their own part as well healthy relationships obviously you don't want to have toxic relationships we all want to have healthy relationships building healthy interpersonal relationships is one of the ways that you use your emotional intelligence that's why you need eq you need EQ, emotional intelligence, to build healthy relationships. You gotta know yourself really well. You gotta get to know people. You gotta respect people. You gotta admire people. You gotta love people. And as you do that, you are sharing in this beautiful life with other people, and those relationships and bonds get better. Healthy relationships are built around mutual understanding that involves, here we are, empathy. You empathize with those people, and that builds builds a connection with those people. You see things their way. You begin to understand them. You make an effort to see their point of view. You make an effort to see and feel their emotion. You make an effort to understand these people. It also involves trust. At, you know, maybe initially there's a little hesitance in trusting people, but you have to get to a level of trust, and trust is built in time and through that connection, through that relational connection. To have a healthy relationship, there must be trust. And also there must be acceptance of each other's values. So you gotta, values are very important. If you know your own values, you're able to identify the other person's values. And if they do the same, you can align some of these values and move forward. But your values and their values may not always be the same, but you can respect their values as they respect your values as well. And if you understand this, then you can have better relationships. Some disagreement and conflict will be inevitable, as this is where learning, creativity, and understanding occurs. So if you don't see eye to eye with a person, if there's some tension at times, maybe disagreement, disagreement is very healthy, even conflict can be healthy, because these, uh, these open up the door for you to learn more about the person, more about their point of view, more about their values. You can be become creative and moving forward in that relationship, and you become more understanding. Everybody around us needs to become more understanding. It is not that conflict occurs that is the issue. It is how it is managed. So yes, you will have tension. Marriage is one of those cases. Your values may not always be the same. She may have a different way of looking at things. You may have a different way, uh, uh, the way you see things. But if you want to manage this, if you have a common purpose, a common goal, if you want to make marriage work, then you become creative, you learn about the, per the other person, you try to understand them, 
and you make things work. People look at marriages and they say, wow, that marriage is a perfect match. And they say, what's the secret? Well, the secret is work. They both work at their marriage. They get up in the morning and they serve one another. They love one another. They cook breakfast one another. They do the chores of the house. They look after the children. They look after the pets. They clean the house. They, I don't know, cook. They, they make it work. They make time together. They communicate. They chat. Everything is focused on making that marriage the best that they can. What do they do? They give in. They love. They pour their heart out. They're vulnerable. They, they value that relationship and they become deeply immersed in that relationship, vulnerable, fully loving, fully committed, fully engaged, and they give it all. And when they do that and they work at it every day, that marriage works out. It does not work out on its own. It works out because they make it work. They make that relationship work. So when people say, oh, this marriage doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It never works out. You work it out. You work it out and she works it out or he works it out. You got to work it out together. It does not work by itself. Nothing moves in this world by itself. Everything, there's a cause and effect for everything. So just know this, that for relationships to be genuine, for relationships to be great, for relationships to be healthy, there is work to be done. And that work generally has to do with our ego, with our self, where we need to get ourselves out of our way to give way for the, the relationship to flow, for the communication to flow, for the love to flow, for the engagement to flow, for the connection to flow. Probably don't like me saying this, but it's a reality and you need to hear this. Sometimes here at EQ, at a bit of clarity, you will be confronted. And actually, my, my purpose is to bring confrontation to every time, to bring a challenge to every time. Because if there's no tension, you will not shift, you will not grow. You need to be tense, you need to be apprehended, you need to suffer a little bit for you to develop, for you to grow. That's the only way we grow. We only grow through suffering, we only grow through, through tension. We only grow when we are challenged. So my role here is to challenge you to build better relationships. So I'm stirring you up, which is wonderful. I love this, all right? Characteristics of interpersonal relationships. Characteristics of interpersonal relationships. Your third paragraph there in the notes. Individuals in an interpersonal relationship must share common goals and objectives. There must be a purpose. There must be a common goal. Otherwise, you know, you've got to agree to move in one direction. If there's absolutely nothing at the end of the line, if you're not going towards any direction, then there's no point in walking together. You must have a common purpose, okay? So they should have more or less similar interests and think on the same lines. It is always better in, if individuals come from similar backgrounds. Now, if you come, back, come from similar backgrounds, most likely you will have the same values or you will have the same outlook on life, the same understanding, the same interest. So the probability of you making it is much higher in that relationship than if you have total different values, total different upbringing, total different faith, total different, you know, uh, background. Because then you have to let go and you got to understand, you got to give in, you got to take, and it's a lot harder. But it can, it can be made as well. If you are very emotionally intelligent and you have the patience to understand the other person. Individuals in an interpersonal relationship must respect each other's views and opinions. 
A sense of trust is important. So you are committed to that relationship with mutual respect, where, first of all, you give respect, and by giving respect, you will receive respect. And we, we actually had a whole episode on this not so long ago about respect. So just remember that you have to give respect in order to receive it and be the first person in that relationship to honor the other person. And as you do that, the trust is being built between the two of you. Individuals must be attached to each other for a healthy interpersonal relationship. There must be a connection, there must be a bond, there must be attachment if you want this relationship to be strong and healthy. There must be some common ground where you meet and that glues the relationship together. And then transparency plays a pivotal role in interpersonal relationship. It is important for an individual to be honest and transparent. Honesty is so, so important today. It's always been important. People get along together because they are transparent. You know, they, they can just be frank to one another. They can just be themselves. They can be, you know, in full integrity, open, transparent. They, they want this. They want to be honest. They want to be known. They become vulnerable. That relationship is strengthened. The bond is there when transparency is real, when transparency is present. So these are some of the characteristics of interpersonal personal relationships. These are vital for you because every day you are building relationships with people, with your clients, with your suppliers, with your, uh, I don't know, at work with colleagues, with people that you meet all the time. You don't know how deep this relationship is going, but you must establish a rapport, you must establish a connection point. And as you grow in that, the more, the better you bring yourself in that connection, the better you are in that discussion, the more chances is that the relationship will be built well. So be very aware on how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, what do you bring to that table, how, uh, how is your state of being, how is your emotional state, how is your, uh, you know, mindset, how is your perspective. How well do you hold on to your values? And as you do that, as you know yourself better and you're open to that relationship, those relationships will become stronger and better for you. So do build healthy relationships, do connect with people, and make this a conscious choice that the relationships that you build with people will be great and healthy. There's an opportunity for you to apply this and in the application down the bottom, I wrote, think of three ways you can improve your interpersonal relationships and be specific in how you will do this. So think of three ways, three things that you can do to improve relationships, to improve the way you approach people. And, but be very specific. For example, I will listen more to understand in the next uh, discussion with this person. I just want to understand their point of view. Another thing could be is I want to go deep with myself to understand my values. What are my values? So I'm going to write things down until I define those 10, 15 values that I have in life. The only way I'm going to recognize these values in other people is if, uh, first of all, I have an awareness of them in my life. What do I hold on to? What's important for me? Because when I do that, I will be able to understand other people, their values, and to see if some of these are synchronized with mine. The third aspect uh, could be, um, you know, 
What's my purpose? What are my, some of my goals in life? What are some of my objectives? Uh, write them down, be aware of these, and then as you meet other people, you know, try and understand what their purpose is. So let's say if you have a client, you gotta understand why he or she should buy your product. So the more you understand yourself, the more you are aware of your needs, of your purposes, of your objectives in, in life, the more in tune you will become with their needs and then you can address them and bring the, the product, the service that you have to them and be able to close the deal with them. So find three of these ways in which you can improve the interpersonal relationships you have with other people. Be very specific how you will do it and go ahead and do it. I really pray that this uh, chapter on 30 uh, episode 36 on interpersonal relationships moves you forward so you can build better relationships, especially with those who are close to you. Better relationship, intimate relationships with you, with your husband, wife, children, grandparents, your parents maybe. And then as your circle expands with your immediate friends, and then as your circle expands with colleagues and uh, you know clients and so on. It's very important to, to have meaningful relationships. Go deep with your husband, go deep with your wife, get to know each other to the fullest potential. Don't, don't be satisfied with shallow relationship, especially in marriage. With your children, go deep. With your parents, go deep. With some friends, you can become intimate. You can go deeper. It's always important to have two or three friends that you can go and have the right connection. But you'll say, Nathaniel, I become vulnerable. What if they betray me? Even if they betray you, it is still worth having that relationship. And when they betray you, if they walk away from your life, they were there for a season. But that season was worth it. What if they use it against you? That's their problem. You can forgive, you can love, and move forward. But don't rob yourself of the opportunity to have the relationship, even if you get hurt. It is better to have had that relationship and have the experience and the fullness of the meaning of that relationship and be hurt because you will grow from it, you will make better choices and better relationships next time. So learn from this, move forward, build better inter interpersonal relationships. I tend to combine these two words, interpersonal relationships, and come back next time. Yeah, it was, drop me an email, drop me some feedback, and let me know how you're going with this. I'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.